Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number 30 of the Nordcast. It is Thursday, June 29th, 2023. I'm your host, Nordic, here, joined with the newly grad Carter. How we doing? We're doing pretty solid today. Graduated. Feeling, feeling nice. We're joining with Jack as well. Welcome back. You're sick. I've heard. Yeah, I, I was sick this whole week. Uh, fi- finally feeling better, so I'm back. He's good enough to come back onto the Nordcast. That's good. Um, we got a lot to cover, so we're just going to hop straight into it, starting off with the trades that happened on Monday and the awards. So we'll start off with the Taylor Hall trade. And this is going to be a lot of Jack because a lot of Jack's team made a lot of moves this week. Um, so, Jack, be prepared to talk even though you're sick. Kind of the kind of the worst episode to come on when you're sick. But, hey, all right. So first move is between the Boston Bruins and the Blackhawks as they acquired – uh, forward Taylor Hall and forward Nick Felino, where they signed Nick Felino to a one-year, $4 million deal. Uh, then they traded over Alec Regula and Ian Mitchell, who are both um, RFAs over to the uh, Boston Bruins. So, Jack, what are your thoughts on this deal? You acquire a solid top six forward and some good veteran presence in Felino. Does it help out your team in your competitiveness more towards the playoffs next year? Yeah, it for sure does. And, um, a lot of people are saying this is a win-win trade. Uh, Mitchell and Regula, I hate to break it to you, Bruins fans, but they're not that special. They're still young, but barely any NHL time so far. And uh, from what I've seen, nothing much. Um, maybe solid like defensive defensemen on your you know second or third pair in the future, but that's about it. And then, obviously, you're giving up um, former first overall pick, Taylor Hall, former uh, heart winner. And obviously, you won't be back to those numbers, but um, you just want to surround Bedard with guys like this uh, for now. Like he can't, Bedard can't be playing with a bunch of bums in his first year. And the roster was looking at, like that before last week. That's what it looked like. Um, but yeah, Davidson making a ton of upgrades this week. Um, and then Feligno, I think um, he he's brought in to be a protector of all the young guys, and he can still put up points. Um, in the NHL, so but yeah, he's a big guy, big forward, um, third or fourth line guy. I like this move a lot for the Hawks, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Taylor Hall for sure and uh, play alongside Bedard. They'll probably be line mates the first year, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I like it a lot. Um, first off, I thought it was a win-win as well uh, because not because who they got because Boston cleared up cap space, but they can't sign yeah. Bertuzzi, so there's yeah. re- there's really no point in this deal now. They moved Taylor Hall to try and sign Bertuzzi, but Bertuzzi wants to go to the market. So they kind of just traded away Taylor Hall. More or less, that's what they did. So it's definitely a win for the Blackhawks now. Uh, the next deal is between the Devils and the Bruins, where they acquired where the Devils acquired forward Shane Bowers and his signing rights in exchange for defenseman Robbie Walsh. Uh, Shane Bowers is a bust. No denying that. Not not really that big of a trade. So not too all. Up in arms about that. Uh, the awards, the NHL awards. Uh, the Ted Lindsay Award went to Connor McDavid this year, uh, along with the Hart Trophy, which was not a surprise. Apparently, someone voted him fifth place. Yeah, I saw that. Something That's brutal. Uh, but of all the players, he was the only one to um, be voted fifth, which was very shocking. And the only other person to get a first place vote was David Pasternak, uh, who finished second, was literally like 900 points behind. McDavid. Uh, the Lady Bing Trophy went to Andre Kopitar. Congratulations to him. The Mark Messier Award went to Steven Stamkos. 
Uh, the Calder Trophy went to Matty Beneers, and that was a very good one. Uh, he played well as Seattle was a big reason and why uh, they made their push towards the playoffs at 57 points in uh, this season. And I thought he had a really good year um, just overall. Um, Bergeron won the Selkie Trophy, which was not a surprise. We knew he was going to win that from the start of the season. Uh, Latang won the Masterton Trophy. He grinded this year. He lost his father, had a stroke. And he still played. He still played over sixty games. So, very impressive year from him, despite all the battles he's faced. Linus Olmark won the Vesna. That was expected as well. Had a really good year in Boston, uh, not just because of their defense. Had a point nine three eight and a one point eight nine, which you don't see numbers like that very often. Um, Backlund won the King Clancy Trophy, which is the Leadership Award. Congratulations to him. Um, Jim Montgomery won the Jack Adams award, which was not surprised either. Cause he put up the best record in NHL history with his team. And then Eric Carlson won the Norris trophy. So congratulations to him at 101 points, uh, through that stretch. Uh, he won by a lot as well. Won by about 400. Um, and yeah, he had a really good, uh, Norris ballot there, but also congratulations to Jim Montgomery on winning, um, the GM of the year award, which was announced yesterday. Uh, first and second all-star teams and the all-rookie team. First all-star team was Jason Robertson, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, Eric Carlson, Adam Fox, and Linus Olmark. The second all-star team went to Artemi Panera, Leon Dreisel, and Matthew Kachuk, as long with Hampus Lindholm, Kamal Carr, and Ilya Sorokin. Then your all-rookie team was Matty Beneers, Wyatt Johnston, and Matthias Michelli. Uh, then you had defenseman Owen Power and D. Jake Sanderson, along with Skinner and Nett. So uh, those are your all-star teams. Uh, Max Comtois is not going to get qualified by the, by the Anaheim Ducks. We knew that. Had a pretty bad year in Anaheim. Anyone have thoughts on that? I mean, he's been mediocre for the past couple of years, so he's gone now. Yeah. Um, the Bruins revealed their 100th anniversary logo, which is basically their their um, their um oh, their old <laughs> logo. So I just zoomed, zoomed past. <laughs> Um, what's the next thing? <coughs> Montreal trade. Uh, Alexander Newhook was traded over to the Montreal Canadiens as RFA signing rights in exchange for what do you have? A Sprite, a 2023 first, a 2023 second, and Gianni Fairbrother. You have a Sprite, yeah. yeah me and Jack both have a Sprite. <laughs> oh my god, except this one's like really flat because it's oh. been like open for like the last two days. You're gonna get sick, dude. <laughs> well, Jack's already sick. I can't catch it from him. Oh, true. We're too far true. apart. So you catch it over screen. Um, but yeah, the new hook trade I thought yeah. was solid for Montreal. They're taking a risk on a forward, but I think it'll go well for them. Uh, in Colorado, of course, we'll get into who they selected with that pick. Uh, the schedule was announced. Not gonna talk about that. Um, Pierre Luc Dubois re-signed with the Los Angeles Kings, eight years, eight point five million dollars, as well as that too. This is where Carter comes in. He was traded to the Los Angeles Kings in exchange for forward Gabriel Velarde, forward Ajax Alafalo, forward Rasmus Kupari, and a 2024 second-round pick. Carter, what are your thoughts on this deal as a Jets fan? I think you guys made out very good here. Yeah. Big dub by Chevy. It's very rare that I say this. Um, what a trade for Sheffield-Dayoff. Like, that is – he got exactly what, like, like, he wanted. Like, way more than what I thought we could have got. Like we got a great young player in Velarde, who I'm pretty sure probably would want to play with Winnipeg because 
I'm pretty sure one of the first things he said was like, I'm not going to lie, Los Angeles, not that big of a hockey market. So if he wants to play in a hockey market, Canada's a place and Winnipeg does have a pretty good hockey market. Um, we added some depth with Ayafalo. Uh Who was the other guy that we got? Kupari. Kupari? Kupari? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about him. Um, he was like a he was like a bottom sixer with Winnipeg, but I or Winnipeg, Los Angeles. But I think he could do if you guys make more moves. You got, he could um, slot that third one. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's great. Like we add some depth uh, to our team, which can really help. Especially, you know, I think Iafalo can really help out our team there. And I think if we're trying to stay competitive, uh, I think what we got to do is we got to get some more help. we got to find someone who can replace PLD because it's very hard to find a player that can replace him, especially at that young age. And um, I think if we're, because I don't even know what we're doing. I don't think we're rebuilding, but I also don't know if we're heavily competing. Um, but I think our next move has got to be to attack that center position um, and go yeah, out and try, and try and get someone. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Uh, I like Winnipeg's future a lot more though. They got three solid young players. Um, we'll see if they make any more moves if they move Hellebuck or Shifley, but uh, of course we'll find out. Um, some San Jose Sharks related trades here. Uh, the Sharks acquired defenseman Andre Suster and his signing rights um, from San Jose in exchange. Anaheim acquired forward Andrew Agazino. It's a minor deal, but I swear to God, these two players have been dealt like a hundred times. Every damn time I see a minor <laughs> league trade, it's one of these two players. I swear they've just been traded with each other one and the other one and the other one and the other it's insane oh uh, the other deal with san jose was more interesting uh they acquired for the or forward the goalie def- mackenzie blackwood in the signing rights from the devils in exchange for a six round pick blackwood with with the devils was not going to work out um there's too many goalies there and they might get hella buck too so solid solid move here for for the sharks blackwood will get a chance to flourish he has not been signed yet though uh evgeny dadnoff with the Dallas Stars, re-signed a two-year, $2.25 million deal. Um, Gosses Fair, JT Comfort, Tyler Bertuzzi, and Milan Lucic will not be returning to their teams uh, this coming offseason. So they will be testing the free agency market. We'll see where they go. Uh, we'll cover that in the later in the later segment. Um, this next trade, what'd you say? I'm calling it. JT is going to sign with the Hawks. <clears throat> you want JT Comfort? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he'll sign too. Interesting. Uh, this big trade, this next trade here was a fleece, hands down for the Devils. Uh, they acquired forward Tyler Toffoli from the Calgary Flames in exchange for a 2023 third round pick and Yegor Sharangovich, who was later signed by Calgary to a two year, $3.1 million deal. Are the Devils cup contenders? Let me ask that question. Are they cup contenders now? You guys are yes, nodding your heads. Sure. Yes. Yeah. If they get, if they get Hellebuck Carter, I'll ask you specifically, are they cup contenders then? I think they're cup contenders right now, but I think if they get Halibut, I think they're the clear-cut favorite. I agree. I, I, I honestly, like, if they get Hel- if they get Halibut, I can't see a team that could beat them. Genuinely, they got the young talent. Ben, yeah. the only thing is, is like the only thing is, is like what are they gonna lose? Because I think, I think in order to get Connor Halibut, I think Dawson Mercer is gonna have to be coming in return. Yeah, probably, but. But Toffoli can help out in that spot, so I don't think I don't think they'd be losing sleep over losing Dawson Mercer, but 
as a young team, you don't really want to be giving up your young guys, but yeah, um, for sure. We'll see. Uh, this next trade, we're moving into the draft day now. Uh, this involves the Tampa Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche, where the Avalanche acquired forward Ross Colton signing rights uh, from the Lightning in exchange for a 2023 second. I like this deal a lot because Colton's a solid young forward. Just couldn't fit in in Tampa. Um, I've been liking the moves Colorado's been making. So getting Johansson, getting Colton, uh, they've been making some smart some smart moves. So I like it a lot. Uh, Timo Meyer re-signed with the Devils to an eight-year, $8.8 million extension. Again, just solidifying the Devils even more as a solid team if they, they get to keep Meyer. And they are just built so well, honestly. Um, also, as well as that, too. Uh, Ryan Graves, Tomas Tatar, and Miles Wood will go to the free agency uh, for the Devils. Um, then you got a trade between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Vegas Golden Knights, where the Penguins acquired forward Riley Smith in exchange for a 2024 third-round pick. Um, I like I like how Smith is playing. Uh, I like Smith a lot. Solid Penguins forward. Kyle Dubas is cooking, and we thought that was going to be for a Barbashev signing move, and it was. Barbashev was signed to a five-year, $5 million extension by the Knights. Uh, solely because of that good playoff run. So overall, not not terrible. And without further ado, we'll move into the draft. Um, this draft was interesting, and it was very good for all three of us. Guys, high fives. High fives. Ready? Three, two, one. Pop. High five. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're all doing pretty damn good right now. Um, yeah. Our team's made out very well. All four of them. Um, we, we, all did, we all did very well. Five. Or no, four. Never mind, never mind, never mind. So we'll start off with we'll start off with number one. Uh, Connor Bedard goes first overall to the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, he's from the Regina Pats WHL. Was a consensus first overall pick. Jack, I don't really know if I need to ask your thoughts, but how happy are you? The guys got Bedard. Very happy. Not surprised at all. Obviously. <clears throat> um, but yeah, very happy. You guys all know my thoughts on him. So. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna go too much in depth with that. We knew we knew that was gonna happen. The real draft. Starts at number two, where the Anaheim Ducks drafted Leo Carlson over Adam Fantilli, <laughs> forward from Orebo HK in the SHL, born in Karlstad, Sweden. Yeah, um, apparently, and from what I heard, Fantilli didn't want to go to Anaheim. No. He told the Ducks not to draft him. So this is why they went with Carlson here, and that's why Carlson is not that bad of a selection. I like him a lot. He's played with men in Sweden, um, and I've mentioned on here before, he's a solid young forward, um, a, a very good player, and definitely – Something good here for the Ducks to look forward to. Third overall is Adam Fantilli, forward from University of Michigan, uh, born in Toronto, Ontario. Obviously not even surprised here. We knew he was going to go third um, at when, when Carlson was selected. But, um, yeah. yeah, you can call Ohio the Wolverines now because they basically just been taking everyone from Michigan. Yeah. Like a trend. Next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, San Jose drafted Will Smith, fourth overall. Uh, from the U.S. National Development Program in um, born in Lexington, Massachusetts. I wanted him on my team, but we didn't get him. I'll get into what my team selected in a second here. Uh, the Canadians drafted David Reinbacher at fifth overall um, from the um, EHT Cloton and in the Swiss leagues. Um, I thought Reinbacher, look, I mean, half fans raged over this pick, but Reinbacher, I still thought, was a solid defenseman. Um, and still going to be a good player for Montreal. Carey Price. Sixth overall. What? Carey Price? Oh, yeah, when he said it wrong. That was hilarious. (laughs) That was very funny. Uh, Sixth overall, the Yotes, and this is where my mind was like, what? 
Uh, they picked Dmitry Simashev at sixth overall, defenseman from Yaroslav uh, huh? in the KHL. Look, I don't hate it, but like honestly, like I feel like we could have gotten him at twelfth. I feel yeah. like we could have we should have went with someone like Zach Benson or Ryan Leonard um, at this pick. But hey, we got a defenseman that we wanted. It's not terrible. I think I think you could have got him in the third round. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, because defensemen were being picked there a lot. So I know. And then seventh overall, the Philadelphia Flyers drafted Matt Vay Mitchkoff at the seventh overall pick. Oh, SKA St. Petersburg, born in Perm, Russia. And let me tell you, I have never been this happy as a Flyers fan. You can tell if you're watching on the video, and I'm repping all Flyers right now. I am so goddamn happy we got Mitchkoff, and it doesn't even feel real. Truly yeah. does not feel real. If you told me one year ago today that we would get Mitchkoff, I would have laughed in your face. Genuinely. I'm still no, like I would have I would have laughed if it was like, oh, you're gonna get Mitchkoff, but guess what? You're not the second worst team in the NHL. He he yeah, was like, he was a number two guy forever behind Bedard until uh Fantilli well, came. I think No, not yeah, even no. that, like the war. The war with Ukraine, I think, which really screwed him over. And then as well yeah. that too, the KHL contract. contract. Yeah, that also played a role. And look, there's been all this talk of people saying, oh, he's not gonna come over until twenty twenty six. We're not going to be contenders next year or the year, or the year after that or the year after that. Yes. No, we're not. So we're going to keep building this team to be even better. We took an absolute steal at seventh overall and imagine yeah. Mitchkoff on his entry level contract when we're making the playoffs. Hands down. Best pick hands down the best pick in the draft. There's no doubt. I, I think we're the clear cut winners besides Chicago in this draft. Well, I don't know. I think, you know what? Now that he's a flyer, as much of it pains me to say this as a Canadian, Mitch called better than Bedard. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. That's a joke, by the way. I don't know, Jack. Bedard, Bedard right is now. better than Mitch called. Yeah, we'll, but... see, we'll see. We'll see who's going to win a cup first. Lost it. Watch it be Chicago and Philly again in the finals. Jack, I don't know oh. if I can be friends with that. would be ridiculous. Oh. Imagine a Bedard and Mitch Kov Stanley Cup final for each of their first. That would be, that would be like, that must watch TV. Yeah. Jack, I don't know how I'd feel about you then. Um, I know, honestly, I, know. I don't know. We'll probably be on like episode like two hundred or something in the Nordcast, but like I, I don't know how I feel about you. We'll have came back, you know. Hit another OT winner. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kane will resign. I really Please hope Kane my heart again. No, he's going to Buffalo. But yeah, Mitchkoff, I, I still can't believe we have him, and the Flyers. Never really had a clear-cut superstar. I would not call Claude Giroux a superstar. I'm, I'm being honest. And Mitchkoff's a superstar. What? Lindros? Well, like, in, in the recent years is what I meant. Oh, okay. Like, since since Lindros, we have not had a clear-cut star. And Mitch Wayne Coffey, Simmons. Wayne Simmons. Um, <laughs> Nick DeLaurier, for sure. Luke Shen. Luke Shen. Uh, moving on into the next picks, you got Ryan Leonard going to the Capitals. Uh, four from the U.S. National Development Program. Solid forward. We're going to speed through these now, kind of. Uh, ninth overall, Nate Danielson taken by the Red Wings. Uh, forward from the Brandon Wheat Kings. Um, then you got 10th overall. You got Dalibor Daborski going to St. Louis. I like that pick a lot. Uh, forward from Alvis Mexican. Um, then you got 11th overall. Canucks took Tom Willander. Um, and then the Coyotes took Dan- Daniel Butts at, at, at 12th overall. And I was like, what the hell? Look. They're taking a big jump here with both Butt and um, Shimashev because they're both partners. They're both teammates. 
I don't mind it, but why the hell wouldn't we get Benson? Yeah. Benson's Benson's with the ice. Carter can speak for how good Benson is because he lives in Winnipeg. He's seen Benson play. Yeah. And as well as that, he'd be partnering with him, Connor Geeky. So. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's like, you look at him, right? Like, Zach Benson. I think no matter what, like, one of those two, well, we can confirm it. One of those two spots, he's going to thrive. He's either going to thrive with Connor Geeky or he's going to thrive with his new teammate, Matthew Savoy. So, quite honestly, I think that Benson ended up in probably the best possible spot for him. Um, I know we haven't gotten to that point yet, but I'll, I'll jump the gun a little bit here. But, yeah, I if I was Arizona, I would have taken Benson there in a heartbeat. The fact that he was still there at 12 is insane. I thought he would have been off the board by 10. Yeah. And guess where he went? Guess where he went? Buffalo! The powerhouse that we've all been talking about for like the past like 30 episodes we've been doing this. He goes to Buffalo. I don't hate it. I, I Look, honestly, if he were to go somewhere, I would have rather have been Arizona or Philly. But hey, I'll take Buffalo. Buffalo makes him even more exciting. Well, especially because they'll pair him with uh, Matthew Savoy, as I said. Yeah, that's like, gonna be a- with his current teammate. So that's ridiculous. That's gonna be a fun team next year, especially if they get Kane, which we'll talk about later on. But especially if they get Kane, oh my god, dude, I I, I can't. Fourteenth yeah. uh, overall, the Penguins took Braden Jaeger. I thought was a solid draft pick from the mm-hmm. Warriors. Good center, not gonna be the next Crosby, but definitely a good good piece there. Uh, the Nashville Predators drafted Matthew Wood at 15th overall. Uh, the Flames drafted Samuel Hanzik at 16th overall. Uh, the Red Wings drafted a player that I actually had going top 10, Axel Sandin Pelica at uh, 17th overall. I had him going not, ten, not top 10, 12, He's top, top 12. He's a really good pick there at Detroit at 17. Uh, then Winnipeg took Colby Barlow at 18th, and I thought this was a really good pick. Uh, yeah. Barlow, really solid, versatile forward for the Owen Sound attack. Literally looks like a grown man already. So, yeah, I love. Have I love pictures of him. He already has like a full grown beard. He lo- literally looks like an old man. Yeah, he, he looks like he, he looks like he's twenty two years old. Oh yeah, it is. So yeah, really yeah. good picture. I I loved I loved the Colby Barlow pick. I think he's going to be outstanding for us. So yeah, I'm really happy we were able to take him. Uh, Chicago took Oliver Moore at nineteenth. I thought this was also a steal. Uh, this is yeah. a good pick as well. Yeah. Uh, Moore really solid forward. Uh, with He's USA, fast. I had him going tenth. Jack, yeah, I had him going tenth. A lot of people have him going. He dropped to nineteenth in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So really solid pick there. The Kraken took Edward Sale twentieth. Another solid pick. I had him going like fourteenth to Pittsburgh. Another steal there. Uh, the the Wild took Charlie Stremel at um twenty first. The Flyers took Oliver Bonk at twenty second. I thought this was also a good pick. I like Bonk a lot at twenty second. Um, we needed we needed to get another defenseman, and we mm-hmm. did. So I think overall the the Flyers had a really good, really good first round and a really good but, draft overall. Yeah, I think they should have taken the player that went at twenty three though. True, I true, but I'm not mad that we won the defenseman. And no, I'm not, I'm not mad about it, but personally, I would have went with uh, the guy at twenty three. Yeah, and Gabe Peralt went at twenty third overall to the Rangers. So. Overall, I think I even had him in like my top 16. I think I did too. I had him 15th in my original draft. I don't know because I did a draft where I forgot Leonard and I did a draft with Leonard. So I did like two different drafts and I keep getting them mixed up. 
24th, Tanner Mullendyke went to the Predators. Solid defenseman. They're a D factory, so it makes sense. Um, 25th, the Blues took Otto Stenberg. And the Blues, even though, like, people don't talk about them, they actually made out pretty well in this draft. Mm-hmm. They made out pretty good. They got three They got three draft picks. I think they did a good job. Had the had Corey Krug made his no-movement clause, we would have had one of those. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. What a bum. Uh, 26 overall, Quentin Musty went to the Sharks. Another solid pick. Um, another steal there at 26. There were a lot of – this is a deep-ass draft. Yeah. And this very, is a deep draft heading very, all the way into, like, the second round. Like, there were – Probably like, the biggest of our lifetime, honestly. Yeah. But like, 2015. No, Other I than that. I wasn't really into hockey at 2015, though. So, I – But as far as lifetime, that's one of the deepest ones. Probably, yeah. yeah but this is probably – I don't know. We got to find out how big this one yeah, is. The thing is, is, like, a lot of these guys, like, they probably won't end up being, like, superstars, but they'll end up being, like, very solid first, second-line guys. That's I'd, say, I'd say the top ten overall is going to be all really solid players. Yeah. Well, we'll see about Arizona's pick at number six. Oh, but. shut up. Look, yeah. Simichev, <laughs> all right, 28th overall. Um, Oh, sorry, 27th overall. The Avalanche took Callum Ritchie, solid pick. And the Avalanche, I liked what they did at this year's draft because they brought in and got two draft picks in the first round. So now they have some more bright talent in, the, in their – in their prospect pool. Toronto went way off the board and took Easton Cohen at 28th. And this was a shocker because he was 89th ranked by the hockey news, 89th overall. And he went 28th. Unbelievable pick. And weirdly, I have him on Snapchat. So I had this guy on Snapchat and I was like, what? I I was so lost. But yeah, Cohen at 28th. Uh, Theo Linsden at 29th. St. Louis, another pick there. I thought I did. Again, I thought they had a good draft. Uh, the Canes took Bradley Nadeau at 30th overall. The Avalanche took Mikhail Guyulev at 31st overall, another solid defenseman. And then at 32nd overall, uh, the Golden Knights took David Edstrom to round out the first round. What are your thoughts? Who are, who Who is the top three biggest winners in this year's draft? <coughs> Probably the Blackhawks, number one. Hawks? Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go – since the Flyers only had one, I don't know if I can put them two. They're definitely top three, but since they didn't have multiple first-rounders, I don't they know. They did, too. They did? They, yeah, they took a forward and a defenseman. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, I'd probably put Flyers at two. And then uh, I like Columbus draft a lot, so. Yeah, I'm going to put Columbus at three. I thought Columbus had a good draft. They drafted gonna... a lot of Michigan players. They just kept drafting Michigan guys. It was weird. Yeah. I, I my my three my top three would have been Chicago, Philly, and then I think San Jose. Yeah, San Jose's yeah. a good one too. I think a lot of teams made out really well. Like, I, I well, don't think, what? No, you can go. I don't think there was any team besides maybe Arizona that had a, that didn't have that had a bad draft. Arizona, we don't we won't know, but I think I think they took a little bit of a stretch, but we'll find out. Court, typical Arizona, of course, but. Yeah. I, I thought overall it was a good draft for all of all the teams. Um, did you guys see too that Matt Vaymichkov didn't want to play for Arizona? Yeah, yeah you like full on told them like I'm not playing for you. He's like I, I ain't playing for Arizona. And then as well as that too, he like said that he wanted to play for Philly, mm-hmm. and that makes me so goddamn happy. You have no idea. You have yeah. no idea how happy that makes me. It's like it's not it's not like we drafted him and he's like. Uh, we'll see. It's like, no, I want to be a flyer. Like yeah, that's he wanted to be a flyer, and that, that's yeah. what you want. Like that's what you oh. want to hear. Oh, that made me happy. Oh my god, <laughs> makes me so. It actually makes me 
jump for joy. Um, we got three more trades, and then we're done. We're getting the Jack's supplier. player. Uh, the, the Chicago Blackhawks, this is – Jack, this is like th- nothing. Uh, the Blackhawks acquired forward Josh Bailey in a second-round pick from the Honors in exchange for each consideration, but they bought out Josh Bailey like 30 yeah. minutes after the deal. So basically, they got, they got a second-round pick in 2026. Yeah. Jack, so I'm assuming you don't have many thoughts on that deal. Yeah, no, they, no. Uh, if he was actually going to play for us, I would have thoughts, but – yeah. Would, you, would, you have, would you have taken Josh Bailey like to play for your team? Yeah, we have nobody else. He'd be a I don't runner. know why they bought him out, to be honest. Yeah. Buy him out, sign him for two we million. We also got a second-round pick for free, so. Yeah, There's not that. bad. In uh, 2026, though. Yeah, true. 2026. We'll find out, we'll find out when, that's, when that'll get picked. Uh, this next one is between the Oilers and the Red Wings as the Red Wings acquired forward Kaylor Yamamoto and forward Clem Costin. From the Oilers and Exchange for Considerations, I thought this was a really good win for Detroit. They get a solid fan favorite in Clem Costin. And Yamamoto had a down season, but I'd imagine he'd be better under Detroit. So, yeah. And the final trade is with the Blackhawks. Uh, they acquired forward Corey Perry uh, from Chicago. His signing rights in exchange for a 2024 seventh-round pick. It looks like they're going to sign Corey Perry to a one-year, $4 million deal, similar to Josh Bailey. So, Jack... What are your thoughts on getting Corey Perry, the legend? Probably his yeah. last season, to be honest. Oh, yeah. He, he's one of those guys where uh, you love to have him on your team, but uh, you hate to play against him. And I, from what I've seen on Twitter and stuff, Hawks fans don't really like the signing. I do, personally, uh, just because you need guys like this uh, when you're a young team. You need scrappy guys. That's why they brought in uh, Felino and now um, Perry. So, yeah, I like it. He's just going to be playing for one year, I'm sure. And – uh I mean, he could put up some points, too, uh, if you get him out there enough. So, yeah, I like it. I don't see why anybody wouldn't like this, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, it's just, like, from his past stuff. Like, when he was with Tampa, when he played him in the Stanley Cup final in 15, he was yeah, just, like, well, he, he's just a pest. Well, not only that, it doesn't really make sense, though, because, like, like, honestly, like, they're not going to they're not gonna make the playoffs next year. I don't think I'm offending you saying that. Yeah. So, no, like, not what does it matter? It's probably gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be the last season. You you need players. You have no players. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, that's all we got. Besides the Canes not qualifying, Pulley RV. He had double hip surgery. Best of wishes to him. And um, you guys got any any news that I missed or anything like that? And I got nothing. We got free agency preview. But first, it's Jack's guest supplier time. All right, Carter. We had a we had a heartbreaking loss last week to go zero and four. I think this <laughs> is the week where we win it. This is I think I'm it. I think I'm dialed. I think I'm dialed. I had a pretty well, good one. For those who don't miss, we we each have three questions, including a final guess between me and Carter. We're gonna guess Jack's favorite player. We're zero and four so far. This is this is episode five. All right, I'll let Carter go first for this round, and we will cook. I like how you say for this round as if I don't go first like every time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. 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 All right, Jack. Oh, I just dropped my pen. Is your player in the Eastern Conference? Yes. All right. I'm going to go three for three on yeses this time. Three for three on yeses. All right, Jack, was your team in the playoffs this year? Yes. Okay, so that crosses him out. Um... Just let us cook. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try so hard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what was the last team? The last team oh. was was it? I got it. I got it. I got it. Was it Seattle? Did you go with Seattle? Oh no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I was talking about I was like writing all the teams down. Oh, okay. All right, Jack. Is your player in the Metropolitan Division? Yes. Oh, he is. He might go three for three. All right, what is that? That's the Devils, the Rangers, the Hurricanes, and the Islanders. Yeah. Okay. Um. Come on, Bernard. Do it. You know what to do. You know what to do, Bernard. Please. Jack, was your team eliminated in the first round? Uh, no, no. Okay, so it's either the Devils or the Hurricanes. Okay, you know what? That 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 works. Oh shoot! <laughs> All right, I'm not I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. All right, Jack. Don't do. Is your is your jersey number above fifty? Is jersey number above one? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Numbers actually one. All right. Um. Okay. So it's between Carolina or the Devils. Hmm. I mean, Jack, you strike me as a Carolina guy, but uh, is your player on the Devils? Yes. Perfect three. Oh my God! I'm so dialed. Oh, I, this, is my, this is my moment. This I is my moment. Get the position here. Butter, what's your car? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um. Position maybe. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go position. Yeah. I'll, let me pull up. It's Devils, right? You said Devils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me pull up. Pull up jersey. Oh, no, I'm scared. I'm scared. Can I go four for four? All right. Jack, is your player a forward? Yes. Okay, so that narrows it down a little bit. But, oh, man. Nord, Nord, you're going first on the on the player. All right. I went three for three. I'm so dialed. I feel like I know exactly who it's gonna be too. Where do we? Where do like lose it? I, oh my god! Oh, Perry has signed the one-year deal. By the way, four Sweet. million. Oh. So just awesome. Just saying that you awesome. know, just a little bit of an intermission. Give us the cup. Um. Oh my god. What should I go with? I think I'm gonna go with it. Jack, is your player Thomas Tatar? No. <laughs> All right, Carter, it's all you. All right. So, I've I don't I don't know if he went super popular, and I'm like I'm kind of scared about that on whether he went popular or not. Um. All right. For four for four, I had smoked my knee. Jack <laughs> is your player. Mr. I don't know yet. <laughs> if oh my god, am I? I don't know. Oh my lord. Nor, nor do I. I kind of wish it wasn't a fucking forward because then it's yeah. I know. Uh, fudge. Okay. Oh my god, you know what I should have said? Bro, I should have said. Oh my god. We should have done nationality. Cause they're all from fucking. They're all like. Wait, they're all like from Canada, or they're all from. Yeah, they're all, like half. Over half of them were from Canada. 
Well, that's how it is on most, like, American Yeah, I know, but, like, it would have helped us out a lot. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got it, I got it. I don't got it. <laughs> Jack. We can't go over five. Oh, my God. No, I, I don't, I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to guess. Okay, okay, okay. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. <sighs> Jack! Yes. Dawson Mercer! No. What? <laughs> hey, Tyler Toffoli. No, no! <laughs> you motherfucker! That's not fair, bro! That's not fair at all! That's so unfair, he hasn't played a game yet! <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna, I, you know what? I'm taking that to the board. I'm taking that to the board and see if hey, that's you want me just You want me to just think of a new one and we just go again? No, bro. No, no. I'm taking this to the board next week. Fine, fine. I'm five till I take it to the board. Carter, I'm holding out for us. It's some BS. He hasn't played a game yet. And he got traded like two days ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh I wasn't God. even thinking to Foley, man. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking to Foley. I was thinking on their main roster. You know what? I actually, I actually did think for a second. I was like, Jack. Has your player been traded to the Devils? I should have said that. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been Actually, Carter, that would have been so much easier. Yeah. Because, like, all these players have been, like, signed, basically. Almost yeah. all these players have been, like, signed. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that does it for our segment. Um, you're probably wondering, we're uploading this on Friday, free agency's the next day. When, when are we going to talk about free agency? Right now. All right, everyone, welcome to our 2023 free agency preview take two. Um, I am Nordic here, joined with Carter. Of course, we uh, were recording on the previous podcast, but we're a few days backwards now. It is actually Monday, June, or yeah, Monday, June 26th, um, 2023, and we're going to preview your free agents for this year's uh, free agency. Just a little bit of disclaimer, as I mentioned, we're doing this on Monday, June 26th. So there may be some players between then and July 1st that are signed to contracts. Uh, but because of our availability, this is the best we can do. Um, so we apologize for that, but this is the best we can do. Uh, let's look at the free agents. We're going to start with the UFAs. We're going to go through the top 30 uh, ranked by points and not cap it. Definitely not cap it. Um, <laughs> not, not again. Starting off with uh, number one, Patrick Kane. He had 73 games played, 21 goals, 36 assists for 57 points. He is coming off of a $10.5 million contract. So, Kane, even though he has an injury to him, uh, there's a few teams that I think I could see him going to, like Colorado and Buffalo are the two main ones that I think he could go to. Buffalo makes the most sense to me, though. What do you think, Carter? Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think we're looking at a guy who's, kind of been a leader in, at least in that Chicago locker room. I don't know what it was like um, in that Rangers locker room, but I think that if you can get a guy who's a proven veteran, who's made deep cup runs before um, thrown into that Buffalo roster, I think that he can lead the charge um, for that group of guys in there. And he is a Buffalo kid. So um, I think him going home would not be that bad of a deal. I think we're probably going to look at him going on a two, three year contract. I think for sure. Um, he might, I think we're probably going to look at him being somewhere between seven and 8 million. Yeah, most likely. I agree. And the Ranger and the Rangers, the Sabres make the most sense to me because they're a team that's already young and really fast. Imagine 
because Kane would come back in the middle of the season. Imagine in the second half of the year where they're making that usual push to the playoffs, they get Patrick Kane in there. I think they make it. So I think Kane would be the best one to get best player out there for Buffalo to get. And I would say he's probably the number one ranked um, free agent, but there are some people that I've argued to people above him. So anyways, um, number two is Alex Kalorn uh, of the Tampa Bay lightning with 82 games played 27 goals, 37 assists for 64 points. He has a cap hit of $4.45 million. And let me tell you, Carter, he is going to get paid during this offseason. No matter where he goes, he's going to get paid. But it's definitely not going to be in Tampa. Definitely no, not. No chance. They it, don't is, have it, is, it is basically confirmed he's gone. So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, like honestly, a place that he could go, like there's, you think of a team like needs a top six forward. Um, not Edmonton. Thank you very much. Um, maybe if you're thinking, I don't really know. Carter, do you have any places he could go? I don't know. I feel like one team that I'm probably going to say a lot is the Calgary Flames because no one wants to play for them. I know you talked about this uh, in your video and TikToks and everything like that. Um, I think that, you know, I think Calgary is going to try and go out and get them because a lot of their guys are leaving. I think they're going to try and get them there. They already paid a lot for Nazem Kadri, so who knows? Maybe maybe they try and make a massive offer for Kalorn when he can't refuse um, in order to try and get him and see if they can build something. Or maybe Edmonton just does that because, you know, they, they like to go out and get forwards. Yeah, they just love paying big money and getting loopholes for guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, other teams that could want him. I don't really know. Maybe Los Angeles. Maybe Los Angeles. I was about to say LA. If they don't get Dubois, which we'll talk, we probably talked about in the earlier podcast, but yeah, um, like maybe Kalorn, possibly. It's 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 doable. It's doable for sure. I think it's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Patrice Bergeron of the Boston Bruins. Uh, he played seventy-eight games, had twenty-seven goals, thirty-one assists for fifty-eight points. He is coming off of a two-point-five million dollar contract. Honestly, Carter, do you see him getting even playing next season? Like, not saying he won't get signed by teams, but do you even um, see him playing? Do you think he's done? He's 37 years old. He's 37. He, won, he also just won a Selkie, too. Yeah, so. I was about to say, he just just came off of winning a Selkie. I don't know. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's old. He's still playing at a very high level. Like, he's still one of the best two-way forwards in the league. Um, but I I don't know. The thing is, is like, I think part of him is like, he's done. He's proven everything. He's worked so hard. He's, he's almost probably, he's guaranteed a hall of fame lock for sure. Yeah. But then part of me is like, I don't know if he wants to go out like how he did. Like, like, like for him, like he definitely holds himself to a high standard. And I think if he... I think if they go on a deep cup run this year, I think he hangs them up. But with how they went out this year, I don't know if he can, like, if he would be willing to sit with that. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense at all. Like a heart, heartbreaking first-round loss. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to re-sign with Boston, but Boston has a lot of other things they got going on. They got to sign Bertuzzi as well. So, you know, there, there's a lot there. But, of course, um, of course, we'll see. But... 
you know, I, I can't really think – honestly, like, I'm not even going to say a team that I think he could go to because I don't think I could see him in another jersey. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult to think that he could be on a different team. I, I, I think I it's like – honestly, in my eyes, it's Boston or nothing. Yeah. Like, Maybe he if does I like had the biggest team, Colorado, they need a center. But, like, even then, like – No. I – on like, in my eyes, it's it's Boston or it's nothing. Yeah. 100%. I think he want. I think personally, he wants to be Boston forever. Yeah. Uh, fourth is Max Domi with um, eighty games played this season, twenty goals, thirty six assists for fifty six points. Of course, he's a center or a left wing for the Dallas Stars. He's coming off of a three million dollar contract. I think he goes back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm being for real with you. I think he goes back to Chicago because. There were even some like talks that that were saying that he could go back to Chicago, and I think it happens. Mm-hmm. I I, th- I think that you know that he played well in Chicago. It said he enjoyed the city, and as well as that too, they just got Taylor Hall. They just got they're gonna get Connor Bedard probably. I mean, yeah, like they they're getting some solid point players there, and Domi's still at a very somewhat young age, twenty eight years old. So he still got some he still got some pretty good years left in him. I think it'd be a good move for Chicago. And as well as that, too, I think it'd be good for Domi as well. So I think Chicago is just the only place I could see him going. Yeah. I I, I don't have much else to say, but I think like you hit the nail yeah, right. I, hit it spot on. I think so, too. I was going to say Chicago. I think he re-signs there. He said he how much he loved Chicago. So I think, I think Chicago is uh, a place that we can see Max Domi. Yeah, I agree. Uh, number five is David Krejci who is a center for the Boston Bruins, played 70 games, played 16 goals, 40 assists for 56 points, and is coming off of a $1 million deal. Honestly, I think this is the same situation as Bergeron. He's 37, same age, same situation, same position, in fact. Um, so he he probably – I think he also hangs up the skates, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I I, I feel like, yeah, he's done. Even if yeah. – yeah. There's going to be a lot of these guys where it's just like they're done. So yeah, like, I think I think Krejci's one of them. It's kind of sad that we're gonna see, kind of slowly, a lot of these Boston man, like yeah, oh a lot God. of these Boston like all stars are sadly stepping away. Like we lost Chara last year. Tuka Rask has been gone for a little bit. Like this is uh, th- this is yeah. this is where our childhood players start to fade out. Nah, nah, where mine started fading out was when Chara and Subban retired in the same day. Yeah. I forget. Someone else retired that day, too. I can't remember. I remember we, like, we, we talked on the podcast. But I remember, like, I remember I was in health class and Chara retired. I'm like, damn. So, yeah, yeah. a lot of Wasn't it a flyer? What? Wasn't it a flyer that retired? Oh, it was Keith Yandel. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it was Keith Yandel. I remember that. Yeah, I, I I didn't I wasn't that sad as a Flyers fan. I was like, yeah. whatever. All right, uh, number six is J T. Comfort. He's a center slash right wing of the Colorado Avalanche. Played eighty two games. Played at seventeen goals, thirty five assists for fifty two points, and he's coming off of a three point five million dollar contract. I think he is without question, and so far he's the he's tied for the youngest player we've looked at on this list. I think he will get paid. Uh, I don't think he stays with Colorado. No. I don't either. I think we're probably going to look at him getting about five million. Um, weirdly, I feel weirdly. I I see Seattle with him. I don't know why, but I feel yeah. 
Seattle. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I just think of comfort. Just they're I gonna no they're gonna sneak another another uh, Avs player. They beat last, him in the first round. Last year it was team. yeah. Last year it was Grubauer. This year it's JT Comfort. Yeah, honestly, Seattle's not bad. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, like they took they took what Burakovsky, Donskoy, Grubauer. They're just trying to become the Avalanche. We're just, like we're just rebuilding. Yeah, they're just they're just they're just the Avalanche. Next, they're gonna trade for McKinnon. No, 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 no. That then they're definitely then there's definitely something going on there. But yeah, uh, yeah. Number seven, Vladimir Tarasenko. He's a right wing for the New York Rangers. Sixty nine games played, eighteen goals, thirty two assists for fifty points. He's coming off of a seven point five million dollar contract. I don't know, um, Tarasenko with me. I can't really see a place he'd go to besides either staying with New York or going back to St. Louis, if I'm being honest. I, I really – I don't know why. I can't see anywhere with Tarasenko. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I don't know where Tarasenko would go. Yeah, I don't really know, to be honest. Like uh, for, Number eight like, is Michael – sorry. Oh, what sorry. You I was just going to say, for a lot of these free agents, I feel like there's no set spot that I could see them going to. Yeah, that's that's – that was kind of with last year too. Like, there's some like free agents where I like I'd be like, oh yeah, they probably go there. But for some of these, I'm like, I I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, next one is Michael Bunting, the left wing for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Played 82 games this season, at 23 goals, 26 assists for 49 points, and he's coming off of a 950k contract. So he's gonna get paid. He's he's gonna get paid for sure. But. He definitely fumbled the bag a little bit in in the playoffs, getting that suspension. But if he didn't get that suspension, he definitely would be making some good money. But he is a yeah. player that I've been a fan of for a long time, even on Toronto. Um, I like him a lot. I like his, I like his um his offense. I like his grit. I like his playing style. For a team that could get him, I'm not really entirely too sure. Like you got to think of a team that like needs a grit forward. Or something like that. Like, like who are who are you thinking of? Like, Buffalo. I, I think he gets a lot of traction, but I'm not sure like what teams exactly. Buffalo could be one. Maybe young Buffalo. Team, young team. They don't really have a whole lot of like gritty young players on that squad. So, Bunting's I don't know. He's 27 too. That's actually shocking to me. He's the youngest we've covered so far. Yeah, I don't oh know. I God. I think he might. Maybe Buffalo. Buffalo might yeah. actually be a common one because I think they, they have the salary cap to be able to gear up for a nice Yeah, they run. could basically get almost anybody on this list. Like, any, yeah. almost anybody we talk about, basically. So, yeah. Um, next up, we have Thomas Tatar. Thomas Tatar uh, for the New Jersey Devils. He's a left wing slash right wing. Played 82 games this season at 20 goals, 28 assists for 48 points. And he's coming off of a $4.5 million cap hit. Um, I think that um, even though he's 32 years old, he could get a solid contract, probably like a bridge deal, like a five, like maybe a three-year contract that'll take him up till he's 35. I feel like he re-signs with the Devils, though. I don't know why. I feel like he stays with New Jersey. I, I don't know, like, a team that could go out and get him still. Maybe Detroit circles back. Or, or Montreal circles back. Maybe. I, I don't know, though. I don't know if Montreal's going to be competitive next year, so. Well, they will be competitive. I don't know about playoff competitive is what I meant. Cole's back. Okay, Carter. I know I know you love Cole Caulfield, but no, not today. I don't know. Tatar, I'm not sure with him. Yeah. No, I, I, I kind of feel the same way with him. 
Yeah. All right. Number 10 is Jason Zucker. He's a left wing slash right wing for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Played 78 games, has 27 goals, 21 assists for 48 points, and is coming off of a $5.5 million deal. I don't know. Zucker will get a contract, but I honestly feel like he's kind of a liability. I don't know why. But yeah, I think he will get a contract with some team. Yeah, he'll definitely get a contract. I don't know for how much. I think we'll probably end up – we might see him getting cheaper than what he has now. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think we'll see him getting a little – yeah, I think we'll see him getting cheaper than five. Yeah, for sure. Um, number 11, and this is a fun player, Ivan Barbashev, uh, who played 82 games this season at 16 goals, 45 assists – or wait, what? 16 goals, 29 assists for 45 points. And he's coming off of a $2.25 million cap hit. But he had a monster playoffs for the Vegas Golden Knights. And he will 100% get paid. He will he will probably be the biggest, um, like, raising money out of all these free agents. He will probably make the most. I don't know out of all these, but, like, the most, like, going, I don't know how to describe it. Like, going from 2.5 to, that's like, 6.5. Like, he'll, he'll, he'll make... He'll have the largest. Oh my god! He'll have the largest increase in in, in He will. He yeah. will have the biggest money jump. Yes, that's what I meant to say. I got he'll it. Play amazing in the playoffs. No, and for sure. Lewis as well. So like he's he's gonna get paid. Probably not by Vegas, but definitely he's gonna get a, some good money. A team that could use him. Solid second, maybe a third line third line player, but probably mostly a second. I'd say maybe. I don't know, like maybe Buffalo. I could see, I could see Buffalo picking Barbashev up as well. Like, not yeah, Carter, what do you have? or maybe uh, Colorado. I, Colorado, I could see too. Yeah, I was gonna say Seattle, maybe. Maybe Seattle as well. One expansion yeah. team to another. <laughs> Possibly. Oh man, number twelve is Eric Gustafson, defenseman for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Played seventy games, had seven goals, thirty-five assists for forty-two points. And he's coming off of an 800K cap hit. I think this guy is an absolute liability. So I hope he leaves. Or I hope he just doesn't. You know. Yeah. Preach. I, I, I hope he doesn't get signed by a team. He is such a liability. I can't stand him. Like, I, 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 I genuinely cannot stand Eric Gustafson, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I, I can't. No, I I, I I agree with that. I don't know. I'm not a not a big fan of Eric Gustafson. I think he just got a whole lot of points because, you know, when you're on a team with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, and everything like that, I think you're bound to get some points. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, uh, moving on to number 13, we have Shane Gossespierre, who is a lefty slash righty for the Carolina Hurricanes, played 75 games, had 13 goals, 28 assists for 41 points. And he's coming off of a $4.5 million cap hit. I think he's a solid defenseman. I like him a lot. Um, he played well with Carolina and actually played pretty well with Arizona too. So I think he could get a solid deal. I'm thinking Edmonton for Ghost. I feel like that would work. Edmonton maybe. Yep. I agree. He'd be a solid offensive defenseman for that team. Yeah, 100%. Even though they don't need more offensive, they need more defensive. But hey, why not? All right, um, number – yeah. a good defense is a good offense. True. All right, number 14, Evan Rodriguez. He's a center slash left wing for the Colorado Avalanche. 
played 69 games, had 16 goals, 23 assists for 39 points, and is coming off of a $2 million contract. Rodriguez is solid, middle six type forward. Uh, could really go to pretty much any team, if we're being honest. Could even re-sign with Colorado. Uh, he's he's always been a solid, like, second line or, or – sorry, like, third line player. So, he could go to any team that's in need of depth. So, who knows? Yeah. What do you have? For I agree. I think – I think I think you hit it spot on. I'm not a big big fan of Evan Rodriguez. Um, you don't like Rodriguez, but, uh, huh? Oh, that's right. You only like the people with the name of Carter. All right, like zip it. <laughs> well, this guy's name's Evan, so that's that's why I'm so <laughs> Yeah, number fifteen. I was so confused why you were taking a shot at me, and then I was like, "Oh, his name's Evan." I was like, "Your your name's not Rodriguez." What? <laughs> who name? Who whose name is Rodriguez? No one. But that's the first thing that I thought of. I didn't. I didn't clock the fact that his first name was Evan until I like remember. Yeah. All right. Number fifteen. Connor Sheary of the Washington Capitals played eighty-two games this season. Had fifteen goals, twenty-two assists for thirty-seven points, and is coming off of a one-point-five million-dollar contract. He's more of a similar deal there for for Washington. Probably going to get the same amount of money. Uh, as a middle six type player, for being honest, so yeah. Number sixteen, Phil Kessel. He's played for the Vegas Golden Knights, Stanley Cup champion. A two games played, fourteen goals, twenty two assists, for thirty six points, and he has a one point five million dollar cap hit. I think he should get ten million dollars, no question. Uh, whoa, 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 thirteen. Thirteen mil. Yeah, you're right. Thirteen million. Highest paid player. Highest paid player. One dollar, one dollar for every hot dog he eats during the season. Oh, then he'd be like twenty mil. What do you mean? Yeah, but Phil, <laughs> realistically, yeah, realistically for Phil, he's probably going to get signed to less than the let to less than what he's getting, um, for a different team, or maybe he stays with Vegas. Not entirely too sure, but he he will know. get signed to a contract. I don't think one he hangs on just yet. I think he wants to go more. Yeah, I think he's got like one or two more good years left in him. Yeah, number seventeen, Dmitry Orlov, and arguably, this is probably the best defenseman in this free agency. Uh, played sixty-six games, had seven goals, twenty-nine assists for thirty-six points, and he is a five-point-one million dollar cap hit. I actually saw that he was interested in coming back to Washington, so maybe he returns to Washington. But Boston seems like no. I don't think he stays with. I don't think Boston. No has the cap to re-sign him, even without Taylor Hall. So, yeah. I don't know. Any team that needs a top defender. So, Edmonton will probably be in the mix. Um, what's another team? LA. Maybe Florida could look. LA could look. Um, so, Florida. There's Hall a lot of teams that will yeah. definitely check in on Dimitri Arlov. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of defenders that are going to probably go around the market for sure. Yeah. Uh, number 18, Zach Parise. He's a left wing for the New York Islanders. Played 21 games, had 13 goals. 30, yeah, wait, played 82 games, had 21 goals, 13 assists for 34 points. And he's coming off of a league minimum contract. Probably stays around that same number. Actually, he might even retire. He's 38 years old. I was going to say, I think he's done. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably done. But who knows? Maybe he tries to kick the can one more time. We'll see. But, yeah, he's probably done. Number 19, John Klingberg of the Minnesota Wild played played uh, 67 games, had 10 goals, 23 assists for 33 points. 
and is coming off of a $7 million deal, probably gets a longer-term contract than the one-year prove-it deal uh, with with Minnesota. So uh, we shall see who he goes to. But honestly, I don't really have a person that I think he could go to. I'm kind of blanking, to be honest. Dallas, maybe, or he resigns maybe in Dallas Minnesota. Again, or resigns, yeah. That's that's probably why I think, honestly, I agree. It, it, honestly, it, he could end up being the same as Orlov, where a lot of teams check in on him because he is an offensive defenseman, and those guys are sometimes a little hard to come by. But uh, I don't know. I, I think that's definitely something that we could see. Yeah. Uh, number 20, Evgeny Dadnoff. Uh, he is a right wing slash left wing for the Dallas Stars. Played seventy three games, had seven goals, twenty six assists for thirty three points, and is coming off of a five million dollar contract. Yeah, Dadnoff, I think could get some solid money. Um, I, I don't really hate a team that would re-sign him. Uh, maybe Dallas circles back around. He had an okay playoffs. I'm not sure if he even played. Can't even think. He pretty probably did, right? Did he? I think he played a little bit. Yeah, but maybe he gets re-signed. But if not, a team that needs, like, secondary scoring could go out and look for him, possibly. So, yeah. Number 21, Alexander Kerfoot. He will get some traction. 82 games played, 10 goals, 22 assists for 32 points. And is a $3.5 million cap hit. Once again, another player that I think, um, like, another, you know, secondary-type scorer. Um, but if you put him on a top line or like a second line, he could score more than 32, but being on a team as good as Toronto is, um, yeah, I think he was, Toronto is, yeah, you know. he was just kind of screwed by like how good Toronto is and how, like how deep that roster is. But I think, I think you take him out of that and you put him on, you could even honestly put him on a second line and I think he'll, he'll thrive. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Uh, number 22 is Jonathan Taze. He's a center for the Blackhawks, played 53 games, had 15 goals, 16 assists for 31 points, and is coming off of a $10.5 million contract. I think Taze is done. I can't see Taze in another jersey. No, realistic. I think he's, he's done. I've seen two teams circle around Edmonton and Colorado. Maybe that happens again, but I, I, I doubt it. Um, I, 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 I really can't see it if I'm being honest. So, yeah, I think Taze is done. Number 23 is Ryan O'Reilly. He's a center for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Played 53 games, had 16 goals, 14 assists for 30 points. And he has a $7.5 million cap hit. O'Reilly will get money. He will get paid. And he is a he's an amazing player. I love O'Reilly. Has the heart, has the offense, defense, the talent, the grit, everything to a player you need. And he showed that in the playoffs. So definitely going to get a good contract uh, no matter what team he goes to. Uh, but you're thinking of a team that needs a center, maybe Colorado, because they're down Landeskog. Uh, but that's the only team I can think of to come to mind, really. So yeah. Maybe we see a return to Toronto, but that's kind of unlikely. Possibly. Or maybe he goes back to St. Louis. They have a bright future, but I- I'm I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, next up at 24 is Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, who's a left wing slash right wing. Played 50 games, had eight goals, 22 assists for 30 points and had a $4.75 million cap hit. I think he stays with Boston. I think he re-signs with Boston before we make this, before we upload this to the public. We've been wrong before, but I think he stays with Boston. I agree. I think I think Boston was a really good fit for him there. So I think we yeah, could see Yeah, the way he played was awesome too, so. Yeah. And last but not least, before we get into the goalies, number 25 is Pierre Engvall. 
um, who played um, 76 games at 17 goals, 13 assists for 30 points, and is coming off of a $2.25 million deal. A team who needs a third liner will will likely pick him up. Yeah, I think a team that could use some score. Like, again, you said secondary scoring. I think we could probably look at him as a third-line scorer there. Yeah, all right. Carter, how do you want to do the goalies? Do you want to go by wins, cap hit? How do you want to, how do you want to go by here? Because there are actually some notable goalies in here that we should probably mention. Yeah, no, there's there's a there's a good chunk of them. Do you want to just? I don't know. We can kind. Of, we'll just we'll just roll with it. Um, we'll start off with Martin Jones. Um, he played forty eight games this season with the Seattle Kraken. Had twenty seven goals, thirteen assists. For, or wait, what? Twenty seven, thirteen, and three. Whoa! Runs. He's not. He's not wow! What a performance, Martin what a Jones. That. He is a sharpshooter. <laughs> okay, he played 48 games, had a 27-13-3 and record with a 2.99 goals against average and a .8868 percentage and is coming off of a $2 million deal. I think he stays with Seattle. Yeah. I, I think he stays with Seattle, honestly. Yeah. But when I'm looking at him, but. I agree. I think he could he yeah. stay there. Uh, number two is Tristan Jari of the Pittsburgh Penguins, played 47 games. Had a 24-13-2 record with a 2.9 goals against average and a .910 save percentage. And has a cap hit of $3.5 million. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he could stay with Pittsburgh, but if they decide to just not if they decide to just not sign him, then maybe he goes to I don't. I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I can't see Jari not being in Pittsburgh. It's it's weird. Yeah, Jari and Pittsburgh just seem to like fit, in my opinion. As well as that too. I mean, I could never forget the iconic uh, fumble he had uh, about two years ago, or a little over two years ago. Yeah, against the Islanders. Unreal. I feel like honestly, Jari maybe LA. Yeah, uh, we got two goalies here from the same team. We got Frederick Anderson. Um, and Auntie Ronson, we'll start off with Anderson, 34 games played, 21-11-1, a 2.48 goals against average, and a .903 save percentage, coming off of a $4.5 million cap hit. Then you got Auntie Ronson there up next with 27 games played, 19-3-4 uh, record, a 2.23 goals against average, and a .910 save percentage, and he makes a $2 million cap hit. So, yeah, there's a lot of – there's two goalies there that I think probably stay with Carolina. I think they re-sign, with, re-sign them. I'd be shocked if they didn't, but at least one of them will stay. I Maybe think I, th- I, th- I think they're going to keep one of the two. I think they'll probably end up keeping Auntie Ranta, and then they will run, I think, Kachekov or whatever that other Carolina goalie's name was. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but yeah, I think it was Kachekov. Yeah, so I think they'll run with Ranta and Kachekov next season, so I think they will end up keeping Auntie Ranta. And as far as for Frederick Anderson, I don't know where we're going to see him. Maybe he makes a return to Toronto. I don't know if that happens. I don't don't know. know Well, we don't know what's going to happen with Matt Murray because apparently they don't want to keep him. So true. So I don't know. We'll 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 definitely get in. We definitely got into that a little bit earlier on in the pod. Um, Maybe we didn't, or who knows? But I don't know. I think it's going to depend on the future of Matt Murray. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
You have, you have Yunus Corposalo next. Um, he played uh, 39 games at 18-14-1 record, a 2.87 goals against average, and a .914C percentage. Uh, he, has a, he has a $1.3 million cap hit. So, of course, there, uh, Corposalo, solid goalie, but probably won't stay with L.A., uh, will probably retend to a backup role in some some team that needs a backup. Maybe Tampa Bay? Maybe if they yeah. sign Brian Elliott, I see on this list. Yeah, so. maybe Corbisalo could actually. He'd be. I don't know if he'd be open to a backup role, though. That's the only thing. Is I feel like if he went into Tampa, he'd be knowing he'd be the backup, and he wouldn't have a chance to compete. I think he wants at least a chance to compete uh, and be a starting goaltender. Maybe, maybe if Carolina doesn't keep their two goalies, maybe he goes to Carolina. Yeah, Corpus Allo, actually, you know what, that would kind of fit them. They're a little bit of a younger team, and, you know, as far as for most of the goalies on this list, he's one of the younger ones on this list, so we, we could see Corpus Allo going there. Yeah, for sure. Um, We got Cam Talbot. Uh, we also have Jonathan Quick. Uh, Aiden Hill is going to get signed. James Reimer, Ryan Elliott, Semyon Varlamov. Was Hill already uh, signed? Leon. What? I thought Hill already got signed, didn't he? Yeah, Hill apparently already got signed, but he's on my thing. I don't know yeah, if the same. has been confirmed yet. Okay. But that's probably it. So he got, well, he got he, good money though, I will say that. Yeah, what was it? Four mil? Two mil? Yeah, it was like four million. Yeah. He deserves it. He played a good he had a good oh, run to the finals. Definitely, so. for sure. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, Vegas's offense carried him. No, he played well. He played no, he he definitely stole this stole that series. Yeah, for sure. And then Jonathan Quick, I want to mention too. I'm not sure if Quick. I think Quick might be done. He's 37. I think he might yeah. be calling quits. He just I think, I like think that's, so. Yeah, I think this is the last we've seen of Jonathan Quick. Sadly, yeah, probably. Uh, you want to move into RFAs now? Yeah, let's do it. We'll do. We'll do the. We're gonna do like the top 15 for the RFAs. Um, because let me see how I can figure this out. There we go. RFAs. Um. Go off points? Yeah, we'll go off points. Because the RFAs... Oh, I'm on goalies. Um, there's some good RFAs on here. Damn. There's some good RFAs, I can tell. Yeah, we'll do... Yeah, we'll do We'll do top 15. Top 15 seems to be about right. Yeah. All right, starting off with Timo Meyer. Uh, Meyer played 26, or 78 games this season. Had 40 goals, 26 assists for 66 points. And has a cap of $6 million. The Devils are reportedly talking to him, but maybe he – they have time to sign him, but maybe not. Maybe a team wants to go out and get a little offer sheet there on him. But I, th- I think Meyer stays with um, with the Devils, if we're being realistic. Yeah, I liked I liked his fit in uh, in New Jersey. I think he kind of fit that roster pretty solidly. So, you know what, I think I think that's a solid solid deal for if, – if he. I think he stays uh, with New Jersey. Yeah, for sure. Alex Dabrinkit. This is a player that could be traded by the time we make this podcast upload. So, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, like, does he get traded? Does he not? That's, that's just the question I'll ask you. I think he does get traded. Yeah, I think, I think he will. He will be gone. Um, I don't. I don't think he'll be gone by the time this. He, I think he will get dealt on draft day. I think either. So I guess that'd be tomorrow. So I don't know. Maybe he gets dealt the day before draft day, which would be tomorrow, or in two days, which would be draft day. Um, I think he gets dealt within the next. 
Yeah. I don't know. We're kind of talking out of our butts here with with the brain kit because we don't really yeah. know. Right he now. could so. like it could be anything. He could resign. He could get signed and traded. I I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Alex the yeah. brain kit. We don't really know all too much. Jack will know. <laughs> yeah, Jack will know because that's his favorite player. Uh, DeBrincat, 82 games, played 27 goals, 39 assists for 66 points, coming off of a $6.4 million hit, so he will get paid probably. Trevor Zegras, your boy, Carter. Uh, he played 81 games, played at 23 goals, 42 assists for 65 points, and it's coming off of a 925K cap hit. Carter, what do you think he gets? What do you think he, what do you, what contract do you think Zegras gets signed to? I think he'll get signed to kind of close to what Cole got. Because Cole got, I think, what, 8-5, 8-2-5? Yeah. I think, I think he'll get signed to around 8. Yeah, I think that's the most valid Which spot. Which I think, I think in, all, in all fairness, is a great deal for Zegers. I think, I think he'll do an 8-by-8. Eight eight. Yeah, 100%. Um, next up, then, he got Vince Dunn. He will get paid. 81 games played, 14 goals, 50 assists, 64 points. And it's coming off of a $4 million cap hit. I like Dunn a lot. I think he gets paid there on that Kraken blue line. He's going to get some yeah. good money. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I think he's well this past year. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, yeah, I, I, like, I like Vince Dunn. Pierre-Luc Dubois. 73 games played, 27 goals, 36 assists, 63 points. Coming off of a $6 million cap hit. He could also be traded by this time this video's up. And it's mostly unlikely. It's more likely for him because he's there's already talks that he's going to LA. So yeah, I would like to say this now. I think that we get Quentin Byfield in return for PLD. We'll we'll probably know by Thursday, Carter. So oh, definitely. <laughs> it's it's well, like well, funny too. Like with these two guys, with DeBrinkin and Dubois, they're gonna get. They're probably gonna be traded by the time we record on Thursday to recap the draft and all that. So you're gonna have a fully different opinion than you do right now, which is kind of yeah. funny. So no for. For sure. I've been, I've been like, honestly, I think since Saturday, since the news broke on like um, the Flyers, all those trades that we that definitely talked about on the pod, and then PALD, I have been glued to Twitter because I'm like, oh, yeah, something's going to, something's going to break and I want to know about it. But, yeah, but I haven't heard anything today or really anything the past few days. No. So all I know is that. It's close. So I think that PLD will be a sign in trade to LA. Yeah, 100%. All right. Um, Troy Terry, uh, right wing for the Anaheim Ducks. He played 70 games, had 23 goals, 38 assists for 61 points. Is coming off of a $1.45 million cap hit. Had a worse year than he did last year, but I think still gets signed to a solid contract. Carter, you're a Ducks guy. What do you think? Um, I think he'll get paid a little bit more than Zegris. I think he'll probably get eight five, um, or eight yeah. seven five. I think that he is by far probably the best duck, uh, besides John Gibson. I think, uh, I think he is probably the best player on that Anaheim Ducks roster. So I think he will end up getting paid. Yeah, I agree. Matthias Michelli, uh, sixty four games played, eleven goals, thirty eight assists for forty nine points with the Arizona Coyotes, and he's coming off of a eight hundred and fifty three thousand dollars. Uh, cap it. So I think Michelle will get some good money there. Probably a three million deal. Probably like a bridge bridge contract, if I'm honest, as a Coyotes fan. But Michelle, I like a lot. So he had a good year in Arizona yeah. for sure. That's your guy. I'm letting you take it. <laughs> Number eight, Daniel Sprong. 
uh, 66 games played, 21 goals, 25 assists for 46 points. I thought he was way older than he is, uh, but he's coming off of a 750K cap. And I swear he is – I thought he was like 33. He's 20. I thought he was old too. What? Why is he an RFA? That's like crazy. Yeah. I think he's one of the older RFAs here too. Like there's some old RFAs. Yeah, there's like – there's been like three 26s so far, three 25s. A lot of guys are in their mid-20s here. Yeah. Uh, number nine, we can both talk about this guy, Morgan Frost. Uh, 19 games played, 27 goals – or what? 19 goals, 27 assists for 46 points with Philadelphia coming off an 800K cap hit. Yeah, Frost. Frost has been on and off, but I thought this year he had a much better season than previous years. He was – I feel like he was finally given a chance – to prove himself on the NHL level. And, you know, he definitely wasn't, like, eye-catching, but I think that we definitely have seen the start of a bright future for Morgan Frost. Yeah, and that's why, like, I, I think of Philadelphia, and we're going to get into Noah Cates later, but, like, I like I I love our future now. Now that we're under new management and we got all mm-hmm. these young pieces that could turn into solid players, and Frost had a pretty solid – I think Frost had a good year. Yeah, well, he was he was playing what like third line ish. This is his first full season too, I believe. Yeah, and he was kind of like oh. he was moved kind of all throughout the lines. Like there probably wasn't a time where he was on like a set line for a long period of time. Like a lot of these other teams, like their lines are set. Like every game, it's like, hey, well, this is their top line, and it'll stay that way throughout the entire season. He was kind of moved all around, so he wasn't with a lot of his line mates for the same time. But he made the most of it, and you know, he was able to put up over half a point per game. So that that's solid for a, for a young guy as Morgan Frost. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number 10 is K Andre Miller of the Rangers who played 79 games, played nine goals, 34 assists for 43 points. And is coming off of a 925 K cap it. I think he's a much more underrated defenseman. I like him a lot. So he, I think he could get some money as well. I do too. I, I, I like Keandre Miller. I think he's a very solid defenseman. Yeah. Number 11 is Gabriel Velarde of the Los Angeles Kings, who played 63 games, had 23 goals, 18 assists for 41 points, and he is coming off of an 825K cap hit. So Velarde, I think, actually could be going to Winnipeg. Welcome um, to Winnipeg, baby! Maybe at the time of recording, he's not there yet, but he could be going. It's possible. So It is. We'll see. But, um, hey, Carter, since he, since he could be going to Winnipeg, what do you want his contract to be? Ooh. Um, honestly, I think he's, he's a very solid player. I think he's got, he like definitely not the best on this list, but he's, I'd say he's one of the top uh, guys on this list. So I don't know. I think, I think maybe I could see him as like a five mil five, six. Yeah, I agree as well. I think you could get that. Yeah. Number 12, Evan Bouchard uh, of the Edmonton Oilers, 82 games played eight goals, 32 assists for 40 points. I think Bouchard's a really solid defenseman. I like Bouchard a lot. So, I think he's I, one of the better better defensemen on that Edmonton blue line for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. So I think he can get some good money there as well. Mm-hmm. Alexi Lafreniere, um, eighty-one games played, sixteen goals, twenty-three assists for thirty-nine points, and he has an RFA coming off of a nine hundred twenty-five k cap hit. What do you think, Carter Lafreniere? Did you think he was going to be this? Not like I want. I wouldn't say a bust just yet, but did you think that he'd be putting up those numbers with the numbers he put up in the queue? 
No, not at all. This guy was absolutely unreal. Was one of my favorite, like, Oda Jr., he was a very good player. I remember watching him during um, the World Juniors, I think, for the one year uh, where we beat uh, Russia in the finals. I think that would have been 2021, 2020, 2019 maybe. I don't know, but he was he was unreal. I was like, this is going to be absolutely insane. And then it was a draft lottery. The Jets were in it, and we were close to getting him, and then he went to New York. And um, I don't know, something about these New York Rangers players, man, they just can't seem to develop. And it's, it's kind of awful because you look at them, and this was a very highly talented prospect. Um, so... In yeah. my opinion, it's it's quite sad to see Alexi Lafreniere. Um, kind of, sorry, um, kind of not finding his stride, which really sucks. So, I don't know. I, I'm 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 really upset with that. Yeah, for sure. Number fourteen, Noah Cates. Uh, he played eighty two games, had thirteen goals, twenty five assists, thirty eight points, and he's coming off of a nine hundred twenty five k cap hit. I thought Cates had a really solid year in Philadelphia as a Flyers fan. Really solid defensively and offensively too. Was actually like a Selkie candidate there for a while. So he got he got nineteen points in like the Selkie voting. Yeah, um, like that's good, especially for a guy who's like for, for like a what, first a year. This year too, yeah, still he was a rookie and he got Selkie votes. Like that just shows that I believe he got Calder votes too. So yeah. Like, no, I think I think Noah Cates is he's he's gonna be a good good piece for this Flyers organization. I think I think he will end up getting a nice contract. Maybe he'll get like a two year deal at like three million or something like that. I think I think maybe we give him a bridge. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I I think a bridge is the most realistic. Number fifteen, Cody Glass. Uh, he played seventy two games, had fourteen goals, twenty one assists for thirty five points. He has an RFA, um, of course he is, coming off of an 874K cap hit. Yeah, Cody Glass, I thought, had a good year. Uh, another good development year. He fought hard at the beginning of the season to make training camp, and he did a um, – I think he did a good job. So I think he could get some solid money, but not like a lot more. Probably not. So. Yeah, no, I think, I think you hit it there. I think Cody Glass is probably going to look at that same kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, goalies. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, we'll go through, like, the first, like, three or four. Um, Ilya Samsonov, he is on Toronto, has a 27-10-4 record, a 2.33 goals against average, and a .919 save percentage, and he has a $1.8 million cap hit. I like him a lot for Toronto. I thought he had a good year, even though there was some criticism, but I didn't think they could do it. I didn't think it was going to fly, but they did it. So I'm 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 proud I'm I'm proud I of think he'll, yeah. I think he'll get some good money. Yeah. Oh, Pinto and Newhook. Whoopsies. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about Shane Pinto real quick and Newhook? I think they'll get I solid deal. I forgot about him because we didn't do we only did top fifteen. My apologies. Yeah, and there was only my points. I was like looking. I'm like because I know there's got to be some guys in here. Actually, there's still a lot of more guys. Holy crap! I'll, I'll go through a couple. You can kind of say their names. Uh, Shane Pinto. I think he's a solid player on this on this bright future for the Ottawa Senators. Uh, eighty-two games, twenty point. There are twenty goals, fifteen assists for thirty-five points. Uh, it was minus twenty-one though, which is not that good. But 
I mean, I think it's, I think it's all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he'll probably end up looking at like a $4 million deal for Shane Pinto. Uh, I think he's a very solid player. I think he can, he can perform when he needs to, but, um, not anything super special. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, Alex, oh, go. No, you go. Uh, I was just going to see what you were going to say because I was just going to move on to uh, New no, Hook. I was going to move into the goalies, but I realized we're still talking about those guys. Alex yeah. Newhook? Yeah, Alex Newhook. Uh, 82 games played, 14 goals, 16 assists for 30 points. Um, 22 years old, though, still. Same with Shane Pinto. Like, these are both still young guys. So they're still trying to kind of find their groove. I don't think we'll really see them excelling that much until maybe they're 24. Um, I think new hook will probably actually end up getting a little bit more than Pinto. I think we could look at him getting maybe five. Uh, cause I think he still is a big piece on that, um, Colorado avalanche team there. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree as well. I think he had a much better season than, uh, in previous years as well. If I'm being honest I got, with you. I have one more player for us who, I we didn't talk about cause he was injured for pretty much half the season. Bowen Byram. Oh uh, yes. That's right. Yeah, 42 games played, 10 goals, 14 assists for 24 points. Uh, he was making $894,000 this year. Um, I think he's going to get a really solid deal because I think he's proven to be a, a, a top defenseman um, Like for this Colorado Avalanche team. And having a two-headed monster on two separate lines of Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram, like that's, that's a nice recipe for success there, so... I think Bowen Byron will end up getting like a nice six, seven million dollar deal. If I'm being honest, yeah, I agree. I think I think he could get some good money. He was a solid defender in the playoffs too, uh, mm-hmm. when they went on the road to win the Stanley Cup. So, yeah, I agree. Is that all we got? Jesse Pulleyarvi. Maybe. Do we want to talk about him or no? Would you? Oh man. Probably not. I he's still an RFA. Jesus. <laughs> there's actually I'm like looking at this there's so many guys on here that we could like continue to talk about because there's like a lot of like decent players but I think we can call it there if we want yeah it's almost one in the morning I gotta get I gotta we gotta get through these goalies all right let's, let's let's finish up these goalies all right moving all on right. To we got Jeremy Swayman Boston Bruins goalie here 24 6 and 4 record uh came out for the 925k cap it I would imagine he gets signed um by by um my Boston, definitely. With, I with have the two here too. So, I got two Swayman cards. I'm really praying he pay, it pays off. Um, yeah, I got two Swayman Young Guns cards. So, I hope he goes somewhere. Honestly, a team that I could see him going to is Pittsburgh. I don't know. Yeah, I think if they don't, keep, I think if they don't keep Tristan Jari, I think they'd be looking at a youth goaltender and. Swayman would be a piece that you could pay. I think you could get him for a nice, maybe five, six year deal at $5 million. And I think he'd earn every piece of that. Oh yeah, definitely. And then the last, or not the last goalie. Oh, we got Philip Gustafson, uh, 39 games played 22, nine and three record, a 2.1 goals against average and a 0.931 save percentage coming off of a 787 K contract. He will get paid. He had a really good year for Minnesota. For, for sure, sure. he'll get a lot of money. The fact that he got traded, was he like a candidate? Uh, he might have been. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really look at the scoring, but um, I don't know. All I don't know. All I know is I can't actually believe that like 
that he got dealt from Ottawa. Like, oh, I know that it seemed yeah. like it, but, like. For Cam Talbot, too. Yeah. He I think not a final list. He should have been, though. Yeah. I think, I think he should... and broken. But, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the last goalie, we have Mackenzie Blackwood. A 10-6 record, a 3.2 goals against average, and a .893. He's coming off of a $2.8 million cap hit. He was plagued with injuries. So, I, honestly, I, I think maybe the Devils won't qualify him and he'll go to unrestricted. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they have a lot of goalies right now, so they got to figure that out for sure. Yeah. that all we got? That's I it. think so. I think we covered it. Alrighty, well, that does it for our free agency preview and for episode number 30 of the Nordcast. Unbelievable, we've done 30 of these. Thank you all for sticking around. In the next episode, we will actually be doing our free agency review for the first week, which should be a very fun episode. But anyways, thank you all for watching or listening, and we will see you guys. Adios.